This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time to go inside the front office of the athletics with the general manager of the A's, David Forst. Here now is the David Forst Show with Chris Townsend. It is time for the A's general manager, the David Force Show, right here on A's Cast and A's Cast Live. Sorry you don't get to talk to Chris Townsend, David. You have to deal with me. What's up, Rocks? You're like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> Can we, like, save that and just, like, play it every time David comes on with, with Townie? <laughs> oh wait, Tony's going to hear this. Oh, never mind. <laughs> no, no, you can talk all you want. No, he's not going to hear any of this. We swear we won't play it back for him. How you doing? Fair enough. I'm very well. Nice to hear you. It's good to talk to you. What's new in your world besides uh, just completed draft? Uh, yeah, we we uh, we got our All Star break draft. We got like 12 hours off, and and now we're back at it. And you're already on to the 2022 prospects, or is that where you have Eric Kubota already working on? Exactly. Eric and his guys can worry about 22. Check with me next March on the 22 guys. (laughs) Coming out, let's start with the draft and talking at it through the process. Look, we saw some teams pick all pitchers in the draft. What was your philosophy when looking at the crop of 2021 talent? Yeah, I mean, I think we spend a little bit of time talking about the, the group and what are the strengths and weaknesses, but, but ultimately we try not to get too caught up and myopic about that. I, I think we're, we're ultimately looking for the best player on the board, um, the guy we know the best, we've scouted the best, and, and to be honest, when we sat down in our meetings you know, a week out, Max was, was kind of that guy, and, and we've seen a lot of him, Eric, and Eric and the guys did a really good job going back to last summer when it was, it was hard to scout, but our guys still saw him. And then this spring we spent a lot of time on him, and we were, we were pretty excited he was still on the board. There certainly were more opportunities than last year to see prospects. But still, how challenging, David, has it been the last couple of years for your scouts to be able to go out you know, because of the restrictions and COVID and who's playing and who's not playing? How much more difficult were the last couple of drafts for your staff to run? Yeah, I don't have anything to compare 2020 uh, to. I mean, that that was sort of the, the most difficult task, a, a five-round draft without really any live action to see. So I, I don't know that we're going to top that one, uh, just knock on wood. But, uh, yeah, this year was had its own challenges. I mean, you had a lot of older guys who were coming back for the draft. You had a lot of guys who – uh, came, frankly, came back from the time off as, as sort of different players, whether because they added strength or added pitches or whatever. So it, it was a challenge. I thought our group did an, an outstanding job covering the country over the course of the spring, and I, and I think we did an excellent job once we got in the room of kind of sorting it all out. David Force, the A's general manager with us here on A's Cast Live as the A's are opening up the second half tonight. You alluded to your first-round pick. Max Muncy is shortstop from Thousand Oaks High School in Southern California. 
What did you really like about Max Muncie? I think what it came down to was we liked everything. We, we liked the athleticism, the position. We think he stays it short. Uh, the way the ball comes off his bat, the way he plays the game, uh, there's a lot of leadership qualities there. I mean, when, you, when you're talking about a first-round pick, you want a guy uh, who ultimately has a chance to, you know, to, to be an everyday player in the center of the diamond on your big league club, and, and that's what Max gives us. So uh, I think there's a little, bit of, a little bit of everything there with Max. The other thing that impressed me, David, about him just personally is the interviews and how polished he is. For a high school kid to have that kind of a presence, how impressive was that to you in your discussions with him, just seeing the character of the kid? Without a doubt. I mean, we we had Max come up during the week to the Coliseum to work out, and, and Eric and I and Dan got a chance to sit down with him for about a half an hour. And, and you're right, he is very articulate and thoughtful, polished he you know sort of knew what he was trying to do and I think you know some of that obviously comes from the way he was brought up you know he's in an area where frankly a lot of a lot of big leaguers a lot of pro ball players come from in Southern California so I think he's around those guys and then and you have to assume also his high school coach Jack Wilson who you know had a pretty damn good major league career himself uh, taught him a little bit over the last four years. Yeah it's not bad when your high school coach is a former all-star and it's funny because Jack Wilson's son, I had his son in a regional for college baseball in the postseason as a freshman at Grand Canyon, and I know how schooled his son is, so i got to imagine that Max Muncy has a great skill set as well, similar. Look, when you're learning for a former Major League All-Star, it's only just going to rub off on you. Without a doubt, yeah. You've got a huge advantage over a lot of people. And, and yeah, like I said, Max – Max spoke highly of his time with Jack, and and just even just seeing that Thousand Oaks team play, you you have the sense you know they played the game the right way. They've got a couple other prospects. Their second baseman Rock Riggio was taken in the draft. There, I know their catchers going to Stanford, so uh, it's a it was a pretty high level of baseball Max was playing. Well, couldn't the catcher go to a real school, David? I mean Stanford. I mean, couldn't he do any better than that? As as we like to say in the draft room, he couldn't get into college, so he had to go to Stanford. <laughs> What other look? I know you you like all the guys you got in this draft, and there's 20 rounds this year in the draft. Last year, of course, only five, and it's cut down from the previous years when it was 40. But who else really jumps out to you among the draft picks that you're really excited about bringing into the organization? Yeah, yeah I mean, you're right. You know, when you, whenever you leave the draft room, you're you're excited about every guy. You know, we, we took 20 players, like all of them. Uh, a couple of the, you know, the guys we took in the next few rounds after Max really stand out. Zach Geloff from Virginia, uh, a guy our scouts have always thought he was going to hit at every level. Just love the bat, and uh, you know, a six six three guy who can run. Uh, sorry, my my, uh, my alarm is going off there. A six three guy who can run um, is pretty rare. Uh, Mason Miller, the next guy who was throwing ninety nine at the combine, six five. Uh, a guy who really dominated this year in college. And then and then the fourth-round pick was a guy Eric talked about all spring, Denzel Clark down at Cal State Northridge. Uh, another big dude, 6'5", super athletic. And for a college guy, he gave you the sense that he still has a long way to go just because he didn't play the game all that much growing up. I think, I think it was not until he was about 16 years old that he played baseball full-time. So 
just a super great athlete in Denzel Clark. And those, those are a few of the guys that jumped off the board. Mason Miller, your third-round draft pick out of Gardner-Webb, who you're talking about, is an amazing story. I was reading up on him and type 1 juvenile diabetes that he dealt with, but he has really been a late riser and a late developer. What about Mason Miller did you and your staff really fall in love with? Well, the fastball jumps off the page at you for sure. I mean, anytime a, a kid's up to up to 99 and sitting, you know, sitting in the 95-96 area, um, you know, you, you, you like the stuff. But really, you know, you talk about projecting and, and development and all these things. And, uh, you know, Miller's a, a, you know, the rare sort of college guy that you think still has, uh, still has a ways to go. I mean, you know, again, you, you tell these stories about and how it's not just a one-year thing and they follow guys, you know, in, in his time, you know, his time at Waynesburg University, uh, our, our scout up in, the, up in Canada, Matt Higginson, got really close to Mason, in fact, helped him get to Gardner-Webb for his fifth year of eligibility. So uh, another young man who we'd seen for a number of years, seen his development, see what, saw what he became in 2021, and, and felt like, hey, we're able to project what we think he's going to do in, in pro ball. Talking with David Forrest here about the A's draft picks in the recently completed 2021 first-year player draft. And I've seen a number of these guys, as you know, me traveling the college circuit, in the fifth round, you got C.J. Rodriguez, the catcher out of Vanderbilt, who is probably, to me, David, the best defensive catcher, I think, in college baseball. What else uh, about C.J. Rodriguez and the intangibles that you really think will help out the organization? Yeah, the intangibles is, is a good way to put it. I mean, catching that staff and, you know, in that sort of high-pressure situation, C.J. obviously showed he's capable behind the plate, but real, a really interesting offensive profile from from a young man who has a really high contact rate, doesn't strike out a lot, uh, can show you some sneaky pop, hit a couple balls over the wall that we watched on video, and um, no, just a really interesting player who um, you know it wasn't clear where he was going to go in the draft, and, and when he was there in the fifth round, we felt like it was a great a great fit for a skill set that should translate really well. Yeah, in the sixth round, you get Grant Holman out of Cal, right out of the backyard here, who. Battled some injuries, but really came on. I've been impressed with his command and stuff. And I know he didn't put up the numbers he would have liked this year, but I think he's a guy. And just seeing him develop over the three years pitching uh, for Cal and Mike knew that I think he's going to flourish when he gets to pro ball with the stuff that he has and the command that I think Grant Holman has a chance to really do something in your organization. Yeah, we just we need to keep him healthy. I mean, that's it's the case with so many of these talented pitchers is that, you know, when, when they have an up and down year, the way that Grant did, a lot of it is, is because of health and, and you hope to sort of unlock their talent by, you know, by getting them into our routine, doing our arm program and, and just keeping them on the field. And, and the, the, the stuff is there for Grant. So again, you, you know, you've seen him over a few years, um, you know, obviously being a Cal, we've had a lot of opportunities to see him beyond just this season and, and, you know, the stuff is, is, is what got him talked about, you know, up at the top of the draft coming into this year and just didn't have a consistent season. But we really liked the talent. So you got him in the sixth round, Brett Harris out of Gonzaga in the seventh. And then Drew Swift, the shortstop, David, from Arizona State in the eighth round. And all, of all the college baseball I saw this year, I don't think I saw a better defensive infielder anywhere in college 
than Drew Swift, who you got in the eighth round. It, Roxy, it sure sounds like you should have been in our room <laughs> helping us Where out. was my invitation, saw, David? Saw all these guys. Man, we missed we missed the boat there. Um, hey, you, but just you're, ask you're Kubota. Right. Ask right Kubota. Ahead. I was texting him when I'd see somebody and saw something. <laughs> you're right on Drew. I actually uh, I snuck in to see Arizona State late in the spring. Actually, I was, I was go, mostly going to see UCLA play a couple of their guys, but I saw Drew and – uh, man, he is he is fun to watch defensively. He can really, really play shortstop and and puts on you know can put on a little bit of show in BP with some power. So uh, a guy we like and and obviously being so close in spring training, our, our guys always get over to see a lot of ASU. And I'm probably one of the only people that can say this. I saw your 16th round pick, Colton Johnson pitch. I like him, David. <laughs> I, I think he look. I know it's a baseball cliche, if you will. He just knows how to pitch. He is an experienced left-hander who actually throws it pretty hard where you think of the college, those crafty lefties, but he can bring it. Colton Johnson, this he can pitch. Yeah, I mean, that was that was the word on him. I mean, you're, you're testing me here going all the way down. <laughs> I'm going deep, round. I know. Because <laughs> I, I did not get out of Illinois State to, uh, to see him this year. But, yeah, I mean, look, he had a fantastic year. Uh, in college, you know, you know, ERA in the low threes, and and like you know, like you just said, our reports are all, you know, this isn't this isn't going to blow you away with velocity, but it's a really good changeup. It's plus command, and the guy just knows how to pitch. And and you know, crafty lefties have have a way of of finding themselves at the upper levels of pro ball. Maybe I can get, get like a, a little title for you as draft consultant. What do you think? <laughs> All right, I don't know if I can pay. I don't know if I can pay you, but I'll have business cards made up for you. David Force, the A's general manager with us on A's Cast Live. All right, so we we are approaching the trade deadline, which is a couple of weeks away. What's it like for you uh, over the next couple of weeks as you're gauging the market, gauging where your team is at? How do you handle these next couple of weeks? Well, obviously the process, you know, has already started. We you know, we spent the last few weeks internally uh, going over, you know, possible targets and what other organizations are looking to do. And and Dan and Billy and I have already had some phone calls kind of feeling out other teams. So uh, it's not like we just sort of hit the ground running here and we've been going for a bit. And, and, you know, I think with the schedule the way it was and a lot of people focus on the draft, I I think you'll see things pick up now after this weekend. There, There are definitely teams still kind of waiting on the next, seven to 10 days to see how their team plays to figure out which direction they're going. And that's, you know, that's kind of the case with any season once you get past the break. But um, I, I just imagine the pace of phone calls will pick up. The, the conversations will get more, more substantive rather than just kind of the feeling out we've been doing to this point. And, and I think you'll see some trends start to happen. We, we obviously saw the Braves pick up Jock Peterson last night. And, and I think there'll just be more of that as, as the days and weeks go. Yeah, the trade deadline getting going with the Cubs making that move with Atlanta. And last week, David, the news coming out that Trevor Rosenthal was going to be shut down for the rest of the season. He aggravated the hip after trying to come back from the shoulder. For you, just how disappointing is it? You were hoping this could act as, in a lot of ways, a deadline acquisition, bringing somebody like him in with his experience at the back end of a bullpen. And how how deflating is it for you? that there was a key piece that you thought you could be adding, but then he's lost for the year. 
Yeah, it, it changes our, our equation a little bit. It's too bad for Trevor. He, he had been working so hard literally since the day after his surgery. Um, so you feel bad for him. Uh, but it changed, you know, it changes our math. And, and, you know, we look at the bullpen a little differently now than we did a couple weeks ago and, and maybe what we need what we need or what we can add. So it just, yeah, more than anything, it's a bummer for Trevor, and, and we'll see if we can kind of make up for his loss. Will you get Mitch Moreland back off the injured list and all indications from Bob Melvin were that everything's going well with Mark Canna. You're hopefully getting him back at, at some point, maybe even this weekend. Encouraging for you to getting these bats back because it appeared maybe you guys were a batter too short during that tough stretch over those couple of weeks with them on the injured list. Yeah, look, I, I don't think it's any secret how important Marcana is to our to our offense and to our lineup, and and we we saw a lot of that over the last three weeks. Um, and, and the nights, you know, the nights that we struggled to get guys on base, and and you just you know you couldn't help but think like, man, if, if Canna were coming up here or we're, we're in the lineup, uh, maybe we get we get a spark somewhere. So um you know get Mitch back tonight. We're hopeful to get Mark back in the next couple of days, and and hopefully some time off, get those bats going. Cause I, you know, the pitching has done such a great job. I know, I know the, uh, the lineup group wants to, uh, wants to do their part. Well, the all-star game was Tuesday night. A couple of guys who didn't get much time off. Chris Bassett, Matt Olson, uh, got to go and made their debuts in the all-star game. What'd you think of them being able to be in Denver for the American league on Tuesday? It was a lot of fun to watch. I mean, both guys super deserving, um, you know, Bassett is Bassett's story has been well documented, but no one's worked harder to get back to where he is than Chris Bassett. So just happy for both guys being in there, enjoy the experience. I thought Ole, you know, made a great showing in the Derby. He came up came up a homer short in that first round, but uh selfishly I was fine <laughs> not having him go through three or four more rounds of that. So happy he put up a good showing and uh and then Chris getting out of the inning that he pitched. So it's it's always it's always more fun to watch that game when our guys are in it. And we were joking earlier, David, as we were talking about Fox decided to mic up Liam Hendricks and thought it would be Ooh. a good idea for a national television audience. Obviously, they had never seen or watched Liam Hendricks pitch before because I don't know who <laughs> thought that was a good idea. <laughs> no, if you, if you had spent you know a half, half a minute around Liam, you probably would have decided against that. And, and trust me, as soon as he walked out to the mound, my 11-year-old my started giggling because he knew what was coming. So, um, yeah, so, someone on Twitter said, whoever decided that, please do Rich Hill next. And, uh, and I got a good chuckle out of that. So, uh, yeah, Liam is nothing if not entertaining. Well, can you, you have time to catch your breath before you, you have to really grind here approaching the trade deadline, or are you just going from one project right to the next? Yeah, the off season is for sleeping, Roxy, <laughs> so we'll, we'll do it then. Well, appreciate your time as always, and I, I am happy to be a respite from Chris Townsend for you. <laughs> you said it. I didn't. You thought it, right? <laughs> Just admit that. All right, I better get out of here before All right. I get myself in more trouble. <laughs> All right, David, thanks for the time as always. All right, see you guys. Great stuff from the A's general manager, David Forrest. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.